Okay, so this is the Social Capital Podcast number two for the professional interview. And I'm here with Coach Nasca, who is currently employed by APU as the head of head of strength conditioning. Okay, so I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. So first of all, where did you get your education? So I started school at Azusa Pacific. Uh, I was a physical education major here. And then I ended up finishing my degree at the University of Hawaii, uh, basically in physical education. Um, also minor in history. Planned on kind of teaching high school after I got done with college, but kind of transitioned to what I'm doing now. Instead, um, certifications wise, I have my CSCS, so Certified Strength Conditioning Specialist, through the NSCA, the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Um, I'm USA Weightlifting Level 1 certified, just basically mean I can t- teach the Olympic lifts. And then I coach track for a while as well, so I have a few certifications through the USTF, CCCA, uh, basically sprints, hurdles, jumps, um, and some basic knowledge of the throws. Okay. And do you plan to be here for a while? Any future goals? Uh, as far as the future goes, I'd like to try to build a program here. Um, at this point, unless there's a significant investment by the school itself, uh, kind of kind of reach the ceiling as far as what I can do here currently. Um, next step process for here would be we'd have to get a couple GAs, maybe another assistant coach, um, and then try to keep building up the program from there. Um, if not, then it's kind of wait and see kind of kind of thing. Like I like living in Southern California. Um, and I like the school, obviously, so I've been here for a while. Yeah. So it'd be nice to stick stick around and kind of finish off the career. I think uh, being in one spot is kind of underrated these days. A lot of people are trying to like jump ship and kind of get to that prestigious job instead of building. I'm kind of more of a builder. Um, but it would take some more investment from the school itself. So it's kind of a wait and see. Okay. And uh, do you have any advice for someone for pursuing this so as far as the strength conditioning profession goes, there's a few, I guess, options. Again, it's a young profession as far as development-wise goes. So a lot of people kind of get locked into, well, I just want to work with athletes or I want to work in the college realm or I work professionally. And strength conditioning just in general, there's a lot of, I guess, opportunity if you're, if you're open-minded and you're looking for it. One of the things that a lot of people kind of get lost in the shuffle of is like, oh, I have to do this to get here, I have to do this to get here. I kind of have, I've had an untraditional, I guess, career path in the sense of I started coaching tracks, so I'm coaching football. Um, I was kind of forced to was have to do, all yeah, all here at APU. And then also I was kind of forced to do my own thing as far as like finding training. So I trained private clients for a while. Uh, I did personal training for a while. I taught group classes, fitness, and that kind of thing. It's kind of a broad experience of working in the private sector, but also working in college and also doing my own thing. And that was all down in this area? Uh, all here at, at APU. So I think if you're somebody who kind of wants to know what they want to do, um, figuring that out sooner rather than later is going to be helpful. So you kind of direct your yeah. path towards that. However, if you do want to like say go the athlete route and work mostly in the college or the professional level, just know that it's gonna be a process for that and don't expect like immediate success. So those jobs are kind of few and far in between and you have to kind of make the right connections, uh, kind of put your time. So if you're somebody who wants to get into that 
professional realm. Uh, networking is going to be key and continuing to kind of progress uh, slow build-wise is going to be another kind of step-by-step process. So just be patient and then just learning as much as you can, trying as much experience as you can, whether it's working with professional athletes or working with just general population. Um, the more experience you can get, the more skills you have, obviously the better coach you're going to be yeah. and the more opportunities you're going to have. Okay. And what part of like this career do you enjoy most? Like, uh, so I like working. I mean, I like working with the athletes part of it. Yeah. I think um, just the general college and in, in general. I think it's a good age, kind of from where where I am experience wise. Um, you're able to kind of mentor some of the some of the athletes. You're also able to kind of interact with them a little bit more um, as adults as opposed to high school. Uh, I coached high school one year, and it was. It was good, but it's just different. So a lot yeah. of like kids in high school aren't as committed. You also have to deal a lot bit more with parents. Not as much structure. Uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, structure-wise, I was an assistant, so I wasn't in charge. Um, whereas in college, again, you're all young adults, so you can be a little bit more, um, put a little bit more responsibility on them. And also, to most, a little bit, the college students are a little bit more motivated in the sense of you were good in high school, so you, obviously this is something that's important to you, so you're going to be more mm-hmm. motivated to train. Um, there's still kids that you gotta kind of push in order to get that out of yeah. them, but generally speaking, most of the athletes here are committed, and so you just gotta kind of work through that. So I think that interactions, um, being able to just again as a profession working out and being able to kind of stay active and do that kind of thing, I enjoy that part of it as well. And what would you consider to be like the hardest part to get here? Uh, hardest part about my job is just the amount of tasks that I have. So again, I'm kind of working in a position that should be three different positions um, as a one as one person. So that gets to be a challenge. And some of the administrative roles, just having to deal with scheduling, um, again, working with employees. Just pretty employees, That kind of stuff, yeah. Um, and there's always jumping from one thing to the next thing to the next thing. So one of the other things to know as a strength conditioning coach or just in the strength conditioning profession, off seasons are usually actually the more work that we do have. So again, when the sports season ends, that's kind of when we take over, and um, a lot of the work on our end is done when this before the season starts. So as where the position coaches or the sport coaches in season is kind of their big their big um, workload for us. It's going to be in the off season, and there's really no like stop to it. So it's we're just yeah. building from one thing to the next thing to the next. Thing. So that can be a challenge too if you're if you're not used to that. And uh, is there is there anything like most people don't really know about this career like um, just not common knowledge? I'd say the amount of work that goes into it. Uh, not a lot of people will realize that, I and mean, just the amount of education that has to go into it. All the requirements. So, you know, yeah, and so a lot of people think like, oh yeah, you just teach people how to work out. It's like, well, mm-hmm. yes, but also no. Like there's a, there's a process to it. There's be a, there's a reasoning behind it, and again, understanding the like scientific principles and everything that goes into that just field in general. Um, I think a lot of people get uh, lost in that. Also too, like with the rise of social media and Instagram and just influences in general, people have a misunderstanding of what training could be. And so there's a lot of like, you have to kind of weed through things and kind of be able to influence people to not necessarily your line of thinking, but understanding why we're doing things and why we're not doing other things, yeah. which can be a challenge too. And a lot of people don't understand that either. It's like, oh, well, I saw so-and-so do this on, you know, and they have a million followers. Like, well, that might necessarily be the best thing. Yeah. You know, so having, uh, being able to educate people and just being able to, yeah, just work with a broad spectrum. Because again, it's not just teach people how to work out, it's learning how to influence people correctly, 
um, making sure that we're training safely, obviously, and then making sure that when things do go wrong, we're able to kind of help those people out and kind of work from that. So it's an all-encompassing gig, and I don't think a lot of people realize that going into it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's all I got yeah. for you. Cool. Right. Appreciate the time. Yeah, of course.